1: Friday football frenzy to everyone in the sports universe. It is October the fourteenth, two thousand twenty-two. This is the AM driver on our Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook pages. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvello, saying good morning to you, sir.
0: And a good morning to you, sir. Sorry about yesterday's show. I uh, I uh, thought I hit snooze, and turned out I hit off, and then all of a sudden, I next thing I know, it's nine thirty. Or something in the morning, and uh, no show.
1: Yeah, nine thirty his time. Um, <laughs> I would say, how dare you? But I've done it like five times already, so I kind of owe you four more.
0: <laughs> well, let's hope we don't do it to each other anymore.
1: I know, right? Hey, it's it's hard having a life outside of the show, right? Well, that's we're having this show outside of life, I guess.
0: We might have to switch to the PM drive. <laughs> so Maybe I can sleep in a little bit.
1: Hmm. Our sponsors shop and YouTube and socials can be found at mikeandarondrive.com. So click this, search it, whatever you got to do. You can click on, of course, our socials. or to find those socials, go to mikeandarondrive.com, visit our website. And, of course, our shop tab has free shipping until tomorrow, the 15th, with code TUCKER9. I actually bought myself an AM Drive phone case. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. It's an iPhone tough case they call it. So excited to see how it looks.
0: Better be tough.
1: Ooh wee. Um, something that was tough was offense last night. Thursday night football. on was on Prime. Jesus mother. I I think Jeff Bezos is like has to be kind of angry the last two weeks because this is just horrible. I saw people saying they're going like, to cancel their subscription because these games were just awful. Um, it's twelve to seven. Commanders won. And when I see Commanders 1, really nobody deserved to win the game. Carson Wentz threw for 99 yards in a winning effort, which probably hasn't happened since the 60s. I don't have that right off the top, but it's got to be up there. And then, of course, Darnell Mooney, who had the ball right in his hands, but then again, like like, they, like Ryan Fitzpatrick said after the game, the throw was kind of late, so he had to come back and get it. This was, what is your take on the game? And then I want to get to the aftermath that they commented on as well. But what was your take on the Commanders winning a very ugly, close game?
0: Well, I mean, my thought is thankful. And the reason I say thankful is because I didn't watch this game.
1: It's over. Uh,
0: last night, the Knights, the Golden Knights had their home opener here in Vegas. So I got to go to that. And unfortunately, there was just as much offense in that hockey game as there was in this football oh, game. Wow. It was a one- one nothing game with the goal scored in the second period. Uh, yes, they did. They did. They beat Chicago. Good right for you. Um, but let's talk about this game a little bit. And I mean, we kind of expected it. You know, we expected it more in this game than we did in the 12 9 debacle that was Thursday night football last week. And
1: Colts Broncos, yeah. And,
0: and to me, like all these people, I'm going to cancel my subscription. Like, what are you talking about? Amazon Prime is awesome. Like, not the actual, like, these games. No, you're right. They're not. But, like, the actual streaming service is awesome. The fact that you have Amazon Prime and everything shipped in your, to your door within, like, two days or less, it's awesome. This is just kind of the cherry on top of the Sunday. Like, you don't have to watch these football games. And trust me, I had no, even if I wasn't going to a hockey game, I don't think I had any interest after. I watched the entire 12 to 9 contest last week. And I said, Thank you there's, for nothing, that. there's <laughs> nothing that's going to make me watch this game and uh I mean obviously you clearly can tell I didn't I didn't miss anything I mean right the commanders what they they had like a chance to to put the game to like what 15 to 7 and then uh they missed a field goal and
1: they decided to kick a 47 yarder and that goes to semi-action's dumb play calling why not pin a team with no offense back at like the inside the 10 like what are we doing here they basically had field goal range and didn't even get a field goal after them. But still, I don't understand what that reasoning was behind that.
0: Yeah, I mean, 47, I don't know what the percentages are. I don't have them in front of me. But 47, it's a lot different than like McManus taking a 64-yard shot or <laughs> them, them attempting, like 50 yards. I know that, that that magical number is 50. Once, once it gets to 50, I think the real percentages start to drop below 50%, obviously, and, and I think even below like 40 to close to like 30 oh, wow. or less percent. 47 feels super makeable, but you're right. I mean, you're, you you look at a team who, who had l- very little to no offense and to be able to put pin them back would have been huge. But I mean, you got to have some excitement in these games, right? I mean, at least the fact that how bad Chicago played again, just based on the score, I don't have a lot of, of content to go off of, but just based on the score, um, you got to think that, yeah, Chicago, if they were pinned on their own three- or four-yard line, had zero chance to go win this game. And it it, kind of showed even though they missed the field goal, they still had almost zero chance to win the game.
1: Justin Fields had like a 40-yard run on the last drive, which might have been the longest play of the game. I don't know. He had had a sideline throw earlier that I missed, so I don't know. But he like – they faked the play one way, and Justin Fields kind of reads the defense, and they're in man coverage. And you know how that is for a scrambling quarterback. That's like ice Uh cream on top of cake. And so he rolls out left and splits like seven defenders on his way to like the 10. And then they just throw the ball three times. And people are like, are they stupid? Or are they just trying to show that Justin Fields is not their guy? Because Andrew Whitworth said this afterwards. And this is like almost a direct quote. I got it as close as I could. This isn't Justin Fields. Like this isn't the GM and coach. And you can tell. Like, this is not their guy. They talk about adjusting to his skill to see if it fits their system, and all I've seen is they don't care that he doesn't fit. Like, they have not tried to run the ball. They've not tried the RPO. It's like, what is the? Like, what are they trying to prove here? Because it has not changed at all.
0: I mean, they definitely tried to run the ball. I mean, they—they. They, I'm looking at the stat sheet here. They ran the ball 37 times. What they don't do is try to let him roll out get comfortable with the offense. I feel like they've got him, like you said, they've got him in such a pocket. I mean, he, he actually just statistically here looks good and with 190 passing yards because of the fact that Carson Wentz only had 99. But uh, yeah, I mean, you look at the stat sheet, Chicago looks like the far superior team, rushing for 238 yards. He throws for you know, 190, and, and they still only muster seven points and, loo- and lose the game by 12. I mean, you score seven points, you're going to lose pretty much all the games you play. But, um, you know, I don't know what to say. <laughs>
1: like, um I don't know what to say.
0: It's sad they traded up for Justin Fields, and they're ready to just be done with him after two years. Now, I've never obviously been on Justin Fields' wagon here. I don't think he right. was a good quarterback, and it's, it's not- obviously showing. Right, but uh, I mean, this is this is what we do now. I mean, I guess the Rams have started a thing that first-round picks, the actual pick itself, is really not that meaningful anymore. And if you actually do end up using it, it's very easy in the rookie salary system to just dump these guys.
1: It's also frustrating when teams will draft a quarterback like in the top ten, and then the next year change their head coach. Like it, it kind yeah, of it's like, like self destructing and fans automatically know well this year's gonna suck again because it's it's like the Brian Dable and the Giants situation. I think if I'm Daniel Jones, I'm like thanking the Lord every day that Brian Dable's made this team look good and me look good. Because if it's not, then he's out the door with like before the season ends. But it's right still now early. he's got I mean, he's I... still got a chance.
0: Right. It's it's still early there, what three and what for four and one
1: four and one. <laughs>
0: Things can happen very quickly, especially in that NFC East. I mean, they still got two good teams to contend with, not name the commanders. Um, But, yeah, it's it's kind of unfortunate because it almost feels like Justin Fields was used as a pawn to try to keep Matt Nagy's job. Because I said last year that he only drafted Justin Fields in an attempt to save his job. Because once they went to Justin Fields... It was like, hey, look, you know, this season's kind of a loss. I think I deserve to stick around and try to work with this guy. And you he know, whether whether or not that's valid or true, obviously it didn't happen. But you're right. I mean, you you almost setting up a quarterback for failure. I mean, we saw now again, it's a very different mindset between college and the pros. But we saw that Justin Fields can throw the ball. So what's the difference here? Like, I mean, you're not even letting him try.
1: Ryan Fitzpatrick said. If he has his first two reads taken away, it, it, it kills him. And also, and I'll blame Battle Ohio State, too, because I believe he does have some arm talent like Brian Fitzpatrick, who, by the way, was like preaching the gospel. I was like, this guy explained what I thought about him. Fields is a powerful arm. He's a dynamic athlete who ran a 4-4. Not that matters, you know, I mean, combine is obviously different than the game, but still very fast, very athletic. But they seem to want him to be a Peyton Manning where he just sits in the pocket and looks around. Like, no, that's not how you play Justin Fields. Take the random shots on play action and roll him out. Well, even Trubisky had more rollouts than this guy's had.
0: Well, and like we've said before, you know, the smart thing for coaches to do is to adapt around the players versus making the players adapt around them. I mean – The biggest case in point is going from Joe Flacco to to Lamar Jackson, what John Harbaugh did. I mean, that's the biggest one. I mean, they are literally completely contrasting styles. And you're right. This new coaching staff, or at least, you know, the offensive coaching staff, seems like they don't want to do that. And that's usually a recipe for failure. I'm not saying you have to be, you know, you have to love the guy you have, but you're coming into the Chicago Bears organization, and this is the guy, Justin Fields. I understand if you don't like him or you want to move on, but maybe see what you can do with his strengths instead of really, like you said, putting him into his biggest weaknesses and setting him up for failure and then effectively punting your first season and coaches don't get that long anymore. And
1: and that's a great point because fans, especially on social media, have a bigger influence nowadays and people don't want to admit it, but fan pressure, I believe, got Mike Tomlin and I know Mike Tomlin is a great... Is a good coach. I don't know why he would do this, but to me, well, let's have a better example. Nathaniel Hackett goes for it on fourth down, fourth and one with Russell Wilson because week one he heard about it. Like, let's be real. So you're putting yourself up to want to be, to the, they want to set your house on fire.
0: I I can understand. Yeah. I mean, fans do have a little bit of influence in that spot. I just, I think Nathaniel Hackett's a completely different story, and and we could talk about him another okay.
1: day. That's enough time for this game. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> college foot.
0: Let's try to jam-pack, jam-pack Thursday's show into the next 15 right. minutes here.
1: Let's do some college football um, games, which actually there were some surprisingly good ones, like quite a few of them. Number 10, Penn State. Number 5, Michigan all-times Eastern, of course. One of the best matchups of the day and it's not even the best one. It's Michigan favored by seven. The total set at 51 and a half, of course, Pete's knitting lines there. For me, I'm gonna go with Michigan minus the seven. I'm trying to get into my notes here from yesterday. Here we go. Yeah, so I've got um the last four games. Well, four games for Michigan have gone under plus a push. And the last two for Penn State have gone under. So I like Michigan the cover and under 51 and a half.
0: Yeah, this is a big game in the Big Ten. I mean, it's kind of funny. I don't know if it's just me or, or, or what I see, read, and hear. Um, but it feels like this year, last year Michigan was the team that was was relatively flying under the radar and Ohio State was getting all the love and praise. Doesn't this year it feel a little different? It feels like the roles are reversed. Even though Ohio feels like ranked really tired. Hardly... you're right about that. Yeah, I mean, of course, Ohio State's ranked higher; they're the better team. But I mean, I feel like we just don't talk about them. And maybe they just really haven't had a significant matchup since Notre Dame. Notre Dame in the opening week, and and that might be what what it is. But um, yeah, this one's a tough one. I I I feel like Michigan probably can handle business in here, but Penn State they're they're quietly just going on the road and and, and beating up people. I mean, I know they went into Auburn; that's a big beat deal them for me too. And, it's a big deal. It's looking less and less of a big deal uh, week by week, but it's still a big deal nonetheless. Uh, but you have to look at this matchup and say that, you know, the better team on paper is Michigan. I think the better coach is Jim Harbaugh, although not by much. Right. Uh, the, the question you really have is, is you know, you have it at seven. Some people have it at six and a half.
1: It mm, moved down.
0: Is it? Yeah, it has moved down a little bit. Um the, the question really is, is how, how does Penn State's, uh, you know, th- how do they adapt to this? They've done this before. They've gone into the big house. They've, they've played Michigan tough, but it's right there on that line that I think really is where this game might yeah. finish. If you're looking at it, you know, I mean, I, I don't see Penn State here with a win. Um, and if they do, I feel like, you know, Jim Harbaugh's going to, they're going to be back on this Jim Harbaugh. They can't win games. You know, it's, it, it, all the pressure's on Michigan, which makes me kind of like Penn State a little bit, but I think ultimately Michigan walks out with a win. Covering? I don't know. We'll see.
1: If there's any consolation for you with Penn State, I think Sean Clifford, I, he's on the best quarterback, but no. he's he's a veteran. And we saw it like in the first game of the season, something like that. Like, well, maybe it was against Purdue, where he led a drive. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, Sean Clifford led a game-winning drive, and I didn't think that he was really capable of just doing that. So I think Sean Clifford's presence could be a little something here to kind of cover, but I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think the recency bias is leaning towards Michigan right now with them mm. beating beating Indiana 31-10 to 10 and uh, Penn State only winning 17-7 to 7 at Northwestern. But a lot of people are going to think see that game or not see that game, the fact that they played in a torrential downpour. Uh, oh, wow. So, so that has to be taken into account. And you're right, Sean Clifford's not going to just – Walk in here and pee his pants. So uh, it, it leads me it leads me to want to take Penn State plus the seven. Uh, although I think Michigan wa- I think Michigan is the only undefeated team after this game after this week with these two teams. Wow. Just between
1: oh, these, these two. Just, just, oh no, so, wait, Hold these. on now. We're well, seven, both teams right? are
0: undefeated. I don't mean in the whole college football. I just mean like between these two, they're the one that walks away undefeated.
1: Number 19, Kansas, an unranked Oklahoma. Now gun to your head. If you were told before the season that these two teams, Kansas would be ranked at this point, and Oklahoma would not be, I think you might want to fire that gun at me, anyways. Um, it's Oklahoma with favored by nine, totals of 62 and a half. I do think Dylan Gabriel's gonna play because he already missed the game for the concussion. And obviously, unless your name was two-o, that usually works for a game and then you're you're back. Um, Venable said he's been full go, and he would expect him to play. Last I read, I believe that was yesterday morning. But Jalon Daniels, or is it Jalen or Jalon? Jalen. I, I knew it. I'm white. Jalen Daniels will likely not play for Kansas, so maybe their downfall continues as you predicted. I do like the over though, because senior backup quarterback Jason Bean. Through for four scores and cap cancer in the game against TCU, although I do think Oklahoma wins this game. I think over.
0: Oklahoma wins this game if Dylan Gabriel comes back and he's fully yep. healthy. Um, you know, the, the, I watched that Red River rivalry last week, and without Dylan Gabriel, they do not have an offense. They really don't. Yeah. Bevel was bad, and they were running wildcat, and, I mean, it showed. It was 49-0. <laughs> it was really bad. Um, yeah, as far as, I mean, this, this number has to be built in that Dylan Gabriel is going to play. Agreed. Uh, and Jalen Daniels, you're right. I mean, he's allegedly out for the season, although there's conflicting reports with that now.
1: Whoa. Uh, how do you know that part? Holy cow. Well, he
0: separated his shoulder. That's um, it. but, uh, yeah, I mean. At first, it was that he was out for this. He's definitely missing two games, I think, is what they right. said. Definitely even missing two games. I mean, do you really want to be on Oklahoma minus nine?
1: No, and that's why I said um, – I wrote this down that it seems fishy because we already know that Daniels won't play and Gabriel might. So why wouldn't it be like 10 or 13, like nine? And they're begging me to take Oklahoma, but it might be a seven-point win.
0: I meant it for the other way. I mean, like, like after the two, you know, after the two games that we've just seen Oklahoma play, like do you feel comfortable even with Dylan Gabriel being, you know, laying nine points with Oklahoma? I mean, I think that's the play. Yes. Unfortunately, it, it's either Oklahoma Not or nice. nothing because, but nine's just, nine's so tough. I mean, I, but I mean, you can see like you like the over, you can see a spot where you're looking at like something like 40 to 30 or 42, 30, you know, something like that. I mean, yep. it, it makes perfect sense. I think I would have to be on Oklahoma in this spot or just nothing.
1: Hmm. Not even the over, huh?
0: I mean, I meant from a side perspective, but, yeah, you That's could be right. on the over.
1: Hey, you're on pick wars. It's okay. You can do that. The spread. <laughs> I is on keep forgetting too. every week to do it. <laughs> Number three, Alabama. Number six, Tennessee. This game, of course, should be on. Da, 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 da. I love that song from CBS. SEC on CBS. Bama's favored by seven on the road. The totals are 65 and a half. And based on the fact that they're favored by seven, I think they believe that well, – what I believe that Bryce Young is going to play. Um, Nick Saban was saying that basically it's like, well, you know, depends on if he feels good, but he's not going to get hurt if he does play. Then play him, fool. A little ring around the rosy stuff in college kills me with that stuff. But
0: what – What is his injury?
1: It's, so, one of my buddies from the FM Outlaws, this is my pro team I broadcasted for, said he was in wrestling and said it was an AC joint. And he actually told me last week when he was sitting out that you can't re-injure it. And then Nick Saban says this. So, I think it's like an AC joint sprain or whatever. And so, somehow, like, it'll just be a pain in the butt to move. And that's why he wasn't lifting it over his head when it got hurt the first game. But it's like it won't get worse, but it's like it's not going to get better at the same time until he rested fully.
0: Okay, that's what I've been told. Yeah, so it's, by a, it's a, an injury in his arm, basically. Right. The the question you really have to look at here is, even if he can't throw the ball that well, hmm. can his presence alone give Alabama a jump start? Because look at look at what they're doing with their backup quarterback. Now, no disrespect to uh, no. is it. Milrow, yeah, I couldn't remember if it was Monroe or Milrow. Huh. Um, I mean, he's actually been pretty decently stepping in in the absence. I know he's he's got a he's got fumble issues, but he's a good back. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got two hundred sixty-two yards, five touchdowns, two picks, two hundred forty-four yards on the ground. So Woo! not terrible. I don't necessarily like Alabama walking into Tennessee, but I mean, Alabama's had Tennessee's number for the last fifteen years as long as Saban's mm. been in there. Um, this game's in my AM drive five, so I don't want to give too much away, but Woo-hoo-hoo! it's going to be interesting. It, 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 I'm going to make this pick anyways, but, uh, obviously there's going to be a contingency plan, but the pick's going to stand either way.
1: I will say I have Alabama minus seven and I also like the over because the I like the Vols offense. I think the balls will show that they deserve respect, but I believe Bama still wins by like 10, maybe 14. But I would not be surprised if this game goes over as the better bet if you're feeling if you if you are feeling balls because you're feeling balls can keep it close, has gotta go over, right?
0: It depends because mm. will Alabama rely on possession, time of possession and keep away with their running game. I mean they have great running backs and two running one, two yep two quarterbacks that are mobile. So um, it'd be interesting to see it. I don't know if the over is necessarily, a, you know, the no. play here. But um, the, the, the the good thing for Tennessee is they can lose this game because Georgia is the – they got to get they, – if, if their goal is to get to the SEC championship game, it's it goes through Georgia. It doesn't go through Alabama.
1: Same guy who I'm um, talking about the ACC joint thing. Said that he believes Tennessee is going to get one of these two games. So, <laughs> all right. Number eight, Oklahoma State. Number 13, TCU. Both teams were 5 and 0. TCU is favored by four, which I'm actually surprised about until I did more research. The totals were 68 and a 68.5, by the way. Before the injury against TCU, Dylan Gabriel was 7 of 16. Before Dylan Daniels got hurt, he was 5 of 10 with a 1.5 QBR out of 100. I don't even see how that's possible. Both of those guys are pretty good. Now, the guy for Oklahoma State, who is it? Spencer Sanders.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, he's got a 1% drop-off in completion, like was pretty consistent through the first three years. Now he's got a slight drop-off, albeit. He's thrown 33 picks, including 12 picks last year. So I like TCU to get a couple turnovers and cover this four.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is the matchup really that no one's talking about. I know the Big 12 doesn't get a ton of love, you know, unless Oklahoma or Texas are are right there at the top. And with Oklahoma doing what they've done, obviously, they've fallen off the wagon a little bit. Uh, But this is the matchup no one's talking about. And I really want to like Oklahoma State. I like the way that they play ball. And Spencer Sanders has gotten better year to year. I know he does turn the ball over a lot here, but – what he's right. doing more is actually with his feet Ooh. that people aren't talking about here. But uh, I don't love minus four. I'm looking here on 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 another site, and they're three and a half. Oh. Still don't love it, but I think I would lean toward the Horn Frog side. This is a probably the biggest game TCU's had in ten years, uh, at least. I mean, they haven't really been. Oh wait, you right? Know, was New Year's good. Well, 08 would be longer than ten years ago, but yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, I mean the Andy Dalton years. You know that mm. was yeah probably around yeah seven or eight when they were making Fiesta bowls and stuff like that. But they've I mean they've they've had some other good teams uh, more recent than that, but not more recent than today. So yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, I mean, but it's a big game. I lean towards TCU. This may just be a money line play in that spot.
1: Okay. This, is dra- this is gonna be
0: a drag. This gonna be a drag out game. Uh, I don't love that total. That total seems high to me, but I, I know that uh, I know that these two teams can definitely get up and down the field if they have to play that style of game. I, I, I don't think they want to play that style of game, but if they have to, they can.
1: Fair enough. This one's a primetime game, Pac-12 after dark again, at least for us, for you guys too, and more for so for us. It's number seven USC, number I almost said number forty, number twenty Utah. Utah's three and a half point favorites, huh? And the totals at sixty-five. Vegas and media, I guess, are not buying the Trojans here because this is another one, another spread that smells like fish. Utah just lost to UCLA, who we all think you would think was not as good as USC, and USC has not batted in, not batted in an eye. Even last week, they showed they could just ground and pound, even with Caleb Williams. Being okay. So I say, hammer the Utes. No way <laughs> the Trojans go undefeated. This is another year, week I'm gonna go with that line.
0: Well, this one's in my AM Drive Five ooh, as well.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh,
0: but yeah, I mean USC. USC's is a tough team. I mean, I'm I'm actually surprised you are yeah. you're you're hammering the Utes in this spot here. Uh, you know, you were so right. The way they, uh, the way they kind of fell apart. A very bad showing at UCLA. I mean, UCLA is what five and zero this year. Shout out to Mm -hmm. Chip Kelly. They get a nice uh, week off here. But um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you took that 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 stance on this one. But uh, this one's gonna be a good game. I think no matter what happens out of this. I mean, the the thing we have to take uh, away from USC is actually not on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, the USC defense. Is leading the nation in in sacks. I mean, wow! Is that something you thought that that we would be talking about with USC, the program this year? I mean, that's that the the defense is really what it's uh, uh, where I look to see the the most improvement, and uh, maybe it's kind of one of the reasons I made this pick. So we'll see. I have to check out later.
1: You did get screwed last week because you said that Utah, and you and um well, you said one of these games was going to be a really good game, and I think last week you picked Utah and they end up losing. So. Well, I, I picked I a lot that. of
0: things and they ended up losing. I went one in four last week, so did I. and uh, yeah, all the games I was the most confident on, <laughs> I have big old X's by them.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. When we come back, it's officially Friday. We're gonna pick the biggest NFL games, the best NFL games. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting started. We'll be right back. The AM drive with Mike and Aaron. Might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive.
0: That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today.
1: Aren't you the vice golf guy?
0: Yeah. You want an autograph?
1: Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good.
0: The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old
1: ball, and
0: it's half the price.
1: Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit
0: searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at At vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. All right, welcome back here to the AM Drive on this Friday Football Frenzy, and we are presented by Fanatics. Friday Football Frenzy presented by Fanatics. That's a lot of alliteration all in one sentence. It's very simple. The first thing you do, MikeAndAaronDrive.com, you click it. The second thing you do is you click that F, which looks like this. You Click it. You go into the Fanatics. You buy everything that your heart's content with all your favorite merchandise, memorabilia, and apparel from your favorite teams, players, and leagues. MLB, postseason merchandise, and all those championship uh, t-shirts are going to be coming up real soon. The NHL and the NBA are getting, they're getting ready to start. NHL started, NBA coming along shortly. Get your merch for that. And, of course, the NFL is king, so you can always get your merchandise 24-7 uh, through Fanatics, but not unless you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com first. You click that, and then you click that, and that we thank you.
1: <laughs> 1 o'clock, of course, all times Eastern again. Oh, I also bought um, two hats. I got an MLB all-over hat. Where, like It's got, like, all the 30 logos.
0: Nice. And oh. I've got
1: the um, Miami Heat red hat.
0: Interesting. Fair enough.
1: I do love the MLB hat. Though. That looks cool. All right, Ravens Giants. Ravens favored by five and a half. The total is at 45. And all week long, I have been on this train Giants do one thing very well besides run with Saquon. Okay, I guess they do two things well. They run the ball with Saquon Barkley, and their defense is not great, but it, it swarms to the ball. Brian Dable in there, and that team, they find a way to just meet the ball. I don't understand how some teams do it, and the um, Colts cannot do it. So. I'm going to go with the plus seven and a half. I think Ravens going to win by then. Justin Tucker plays hero ball once again, and don't be surprised if Giants do squeak out a victory. But I think it's going to be close.
0: I think the uh, Ravens take full advantage of loving the fact that the Meadowlands is not in Baltimore because they're one and two inside their own confines, and they're two and zero on the road, including two and zero against the spread. Uh, I think this is a close game, but I think the Ravens do get something around a six to eight point victory. Um, It's it's not something I love, but it's uh, I do think the Ravens will get the win. And um, I mean, you, 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 you look at this spot here, the Giants coming back from London. What we did notice last week with Minnesota and New Orleans, despite the fact they both won the fatigue factor matters now
1: Mm.
0: it's not as bad for an east coast team i know know they get one extra hour but uh i I do think that that's going to matter in this spot and um you can you can say it's a de facto short week because they played on sunday night the ravens i don't i don't buy that as much as i buy the the giants having a little bit of uh london jet lag so to speak and uh i think it was bad i was you know Right as I was saying that, I was debating. I was like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't it's do it. Do it anyways.
1: It's in your souls, in your bloods, in your veins.
0: Yes, 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 yes. It's it's it was bloody awful. It was bloody oh, awful. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, no no official play in this one, but I think I take Baltimore minus five and a half, and it really kind of goes against my road favorites uh, spot here, but uh, I think it's just low enough that. I think it's a six to eight point victory.
1: So at least we both think it's close, but you you're going with just the the six. Okay, I, I, I dig that. I, I I can get on board with that. Um, one o'clock Eastern. Jets Packers. Speaking of flying. Speaking of London. <laughs> so I heard an interesting stat. I believe it's from Erin Kate Dolan of SportsCenter slash ESPN or whatever. She said that I believe it's Matt Lafleur. A seven and zero oh against the spread after a loss? I was already on the Packers minus seven and a half. I'm even I'm I'm more so on it. I know what you're gonna say, well they, well they just came back from London. I know, but Packers are pissed that they blew that game. Packers are gonna win this game by about ten points.
0: Yeah, this one was tough for me. I just I don't want to be back in either team in this spot. I know the Jets are three and two. Um uh, oh which is insane, and I like. I know a lot of the action is on them plus seven, and you're right, I don't want to be back in a team that just came back from London, although it feels like that, that that situation feels different for the Packers. I don't disagree with that. They're not super great at home that much anymore, so, I mean, can the Jets walk in there? I mean, Zach Wilson's, what, 2-0 as a starter right now? So, is he 2-0? I think he's 2-0. Yeah, uh, right No. I kind of like the Jets in this one, especially with that hook. Do I think they're going to win the game? Not necessarily, but you're right. This does feel like a game where, like, coming off the loss, there was some chatter in the locker room. If Aaron Rodgers is going to take control of his locker room, this is the week he needs to do it. He needs to walk out there and go beat a team by 17 points. And Mm. Jets are just bad enough to let them do that to
1: him. I think Packers' teaser might work here if you're not very confident. I've already, with-
0: I've already made that. I've already made a, a teaser bet that does include the Packers.
1: Nice. Jaguars Colts in Indianapolis. The Colts, my Colts, our Colts. You you get it. Blew. Are two point. <laughs> are two point favorites. The total is at forty two. I am on this game. I am drive five, but just know the Colts win, and I'll leave it at that.
0: This teaser out to you that I played, um, mm-hmm. none of it's officially in my AM drive five, so you don't have to worry about that. But uh, it was a seven-point teaser, and it mm-hmm. takes the Steelers up to 16 and a half. Yes! It takes Green Bay down to just a win, basically a pick and Carolina up to 17. So Love it. All right, where are we at here? Uh, Jaguars, Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one almost made my AM drive five. I mm-hmm. went with a player prop instead. Okay. Uh, for my AM drive five. Um, but uh, this feels, I mean, if there's a revenge game for Indianapolis, it, it, it's the culmination of all of this. Not only did the last time we saw Indianapolis, yes, they won, but they were absolutely atrocious on offensive side of the ball. Is Jonathan Taylor going to play? What do we have as far as updated yeah. for them? It's do we have any updates? I don't
1: know.
0: Okay. So he they didn't practice. His- don't. He didn't practice Wednesday. I know that. I don't know what happened yesterday. Uh, Not only that, the Jaguars, last time you saw them, they were smacking you around on their home field 24 to nothing. You didn't put up a point on the board. Uh, This feels like the ultimate revenge spot culmination for the Colts. Uh, If I'm on any part of this, it's got to be the Colts. I'm getting less than a field goal, or I'm having to give up less than a field goal here. It does feel like the Colts are the play in this spot. Hmm. I mean, the Jaguars couldn't be lower right now. I mean, they've they've literally, you know, blown the game against Philly, and then they looked like the worst team in the league against Houston last week.
1: Yep, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. But it's my aim drive five. But I just, I, I do think Colts win. Okay, I'm fair not, enough. Um, Patriots Brown Squad. I'm sorry, this sounds awful. Brown
0: Squad. That does not sound great. Yeah.
1: Billy Zappi is playing once again. Patriots are two and a half point road favorites. Totals at 43. I love the under. I love the Patriots by a field goal here. Maybe they win by six, but I'm just going to go with a field goal win. It's not my am drive five, but I like them both. I think under would be a better play, actually.
0: I think Cleveland's favorite in this game. You want to check your numbers again. Um, but uh yeah, I, I actually kind of like Cleveland in this game. How do you feel about Bailey Zappi? Like, how do you feel about him in one start so far, basically?
1: I mean, he's, like, you... a, I, I, he's, like, he's smart. Like I said, out of college, he's a smart player. He has not lost them games, obviously. Right. I like him. I, I said, remember, I was on that train. I was on the train. It's like I said, like I replaced Mac Jones' train, but hey.
0: Well, that's the reason I, I ask, is because. You know, there's a lot of rumors going around now that he's ready to, like, they're ready to replace Mac Jones. I don't know if I necessarily believe that quite, uh, quite at this point. But the fact of the matter is, is, I mean, has Mac Jones really done anything to say, no matter what Bailey Zapp does, this is my team when I'm healthy.
1: Mac Jones started running the ball this year, and I, I did not expect that. Okay, fair. That's the only thing I've seen, but it, it's better I don't think Bailey Zappi runs like at all.
0: The question is, can New England run in this game? And Damian mm. Harris looks like he's going to be out, so it's Ramondre Stevenson's show. Uh, this game, I don't think it's going to be close. I think Cleveland might oh. win this game by 10 points.
1: Disagree. Disagree. Well,
0: when I say close, in the NFL, I think a 10-point victory is, is relatively large. I really do.
1: this has Jacoby reset, um has he proven to you that he can—that he's a different quarterback since he left New England. I—I I say no. That's so tough.
0: I mean, like, look—they got into a shootout with, with, uh, with the Chargers last week. I didn't. I mean, I—I I kind of expected that. I thought Cleveland that might win all that Nick game. Chubb. It wasn't all Nick Chubb. I mean, I think that you know, the the fact of the matter is, is I think that that Jacoby Brissett can play with a team. Is he better than he was in in New England? I don't think he's. It's so hard to say. There's such a small sample size. I mean, this is the first year he's really gotten a lot of play outside of Indianapolis, and that was a tough year. I don't know. That, that's I don't want to say it's a throwaway year, but that was definitely a write-off year for them. Uh, we know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think Cleveland can get this game by a, by a touchdown or greater. That's
1: a fair point. I, I might want and to you're right, your and way. it might have
0: to be all. It might have to be all Nick Chubb. I mean, and that's fine. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, if they're the ones that, that run this game, I'm fine with it. I mean, Cleveland wants to play the old run the ball, play good defense. So it's just sometimes that doesn't always work when the Chargers put up 30 points on you.
1: Yeah. Um, Buccaneers Steelers. It's funny. Did you see my um my point shaver video for Pickamores before you made mm-hmm. that teaser bet? Or have you seen it at all? I have not, no. So I doubled down. On the 49ers and um covering five and a half against the Falcons, which we're gonna get to shortly. I also oh and I just gave him an in drive five pick with who you got you, you saw you saw it on Twitter already. Anyways, um I also shaved the Steelers from seven point dogs, which I got them at to 14. That was one of my picks surprised You said that. I like Seven I like... points,
0: though. You got it. You it got it from... way too early.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's what Pickemores does. Like, they <clears throat> get like the opening lines, or oh, like gotcha. one of the opening lines. Gotcha.
0: This game is also in my AM Drive Five. Ooh. So, I mean, I guess the real basic preview on this one is going into Pittsburgh, <clears throat> buying low on Pittsburgh. Are you selling high on Tampa Bay? I mean, what do we make of that Atlanta game? I mean, yes, Tampa Bay out with a win yes they were up 21 yes they needed a really weird pass roughing the passer penalty mm-hmm. to uh hold on to their win now if they had to go back on defense would it have mattered you know I, I don't know I mean all the momentum was definitely swinging towards Atlanta at that point so uh, I don't know uh it's a tough one for me here and um let's just say Kenny Pickett might cook a little bit a little bit more with his feet this week
1: That'd be nice. Um, my buddy Chris and I, Chris of course, who used to do the MCX podcast, me you know was my first podcast, and we actually talked about how Steelers might upset the Buccaneers because the NFL is just having these random upsets. This might be a week. I'm just saying.
0: I don't see an upset in the works here, but I mean, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay has has a potential to be upset. I mean, they
1: just no Steelers defense was not. As bad as they looked last week,
0: a lot of their their entire defensive secondary is all in the injury report. So we'll see what happens.
1: Great, thank you. <laughs> all right, let's get to our other games in the one o'clock segment here. I I didn't make graphics for these, but um, Bengals Saints. Um, Bengals one and a half point favorites. Um, totals of forty three. I got Bengals covering. I'm um, it's Joe Burrow's return. And Jamar Chase's return. To the Superdome or whatever that thing's called, that new stadium's called.
0: It's not new, and it's still called the Superdome.
1: It's but it's the um. I thought it was new.
0: No, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome's been around uh, forever.
1: Look, whatever. Eh, I tried. got Bengals mm-hmm. covering.
0: Uh, it all depends for me. It really mm-hmm. depends on you know the uh, who who plays quarterback for the oh, freaking Saints. Christ! It does. I think,
1: I think Bengals went either way.
0: They should. They absolutely yeah. should. Um, but, yeah, I don't really have a a, 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 a dog in this fight. <laughs> or a tiger.
1: <laughs> or an Uber driver. Vikings, Dolphins, two is out. So is our boy Teddy, poor Teddy. And Skylar Thompson's going to start again. Ugh, I'm sorry. oh. Vikings are favored by three. Total's at 45 and a half. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> so just give me under 45 and a half. I can get it by themselves. So they have like they have 30 by themselves and Dolphins score like seven.
0: I mean, doesn't this look like a shady line?
1: Yeah. I mean, I the mean Mi-
0: Minnesota's four and one. Mm-hmm. But they're the only team to start four and one that is has been sub five hundred against the spread in modern. I mean, since games have been had a tad point spread attached to them. Wow, four and one straight up, one and four ATS. The one game they've actually played on the road, if you don't count London, they got the doors beat off them by Philadelphia. Now is Miami Philadelphia with Skylar Thompson? No. But Miami is a little bit more of a warmer environment. Maybe that matters right now. I don't know. Something just seems fishy about this line. Also, Teddy Bridgewater has not officially been ruled out. Oh. he has actually officially been ruled questionable. Um, he'll be he'll be backing up if he plays. If he suits up, he'll be backing up. Skylar Thompson has been named the starter. Mm. Uh, I have an AM Drive five pick. Woo! Attached to Skylar Thompson. So all that being said, um, as far as the actual play here, I still think you're right. The Vikings should win this game, no problem. But it just the NFL is stupid sometimes.
1: Dolphins money line, I hear you. On <laughs> um, 49ers Falcons. I already told you guys it's already on in a Twitter video. Give me that 49ers minus five and a half. Double down.
0: Doubling down on this one, eh? This yes, one sir. is interesting to me because it's it's the classic West Coast team goes east and plays the 1 o'clock Eastern time starts. However, they didn't go back home. They stayed on the East Coast this time. Ooh. So, yeah, I think you're right with San Francisco. San Francisco should walk in there and beat the brakes off them.
1: Also, the, um, the Falcons have not been in any game until the fourth quarter of this year. So, there you go.
0: But, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe they're 5-0 against the spread.
1: Yep, it's really nasty and disgusting. I'm glad you (laughs) mentioned that because I forgot to.
0: Only team 5-0 against the spread.
1: Gross. Panthers-RAM squad. Interim coach Steve Wilkes makes his debut. He was like the special team's defensive coordinator's assistant or whatever the crap his name was. Rams are 10-point favorites this game starts the afternoon slate. Totals at 41 and a half. I'm going to the moon. We're going over 41 and a half in this game. Um, I was reading some quotes from the Steve Wilkes fellow. Sounds like he's a band member of some rock group. I don't know why. But Steve Wilkes said, well, you know, uh, we're gonna be more aggressive. We're not gonna let the defense play to us. That's my British rock star guy. But no, I do think this game will be. Higher scoring Rams are due for an offensive game, man. You can't just feed Cooper Cup fifteen screen passes and hope it clicks. Come on, man. really over.
0: <laughs> well, the, the, on the flip side is that's what might be what Panthers do here by oh. just feeding Christian McCaffrey fifteen screen passes. Yep. Uh, we're gonna get PJ Walker. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, is wow. you, you're, we're getting the third string quarterback now. Now, just have an open mind with this, and I, mm-hmm. I don't know your feelings on Baker Mayfield. We're getting a third string quarterback, an XFL MVP and P.J. Walker.
1: I love how you call him an MVP because you didn't tell me he wouldn't, but he should have. There you go.
0: uh, But doesn't he feel like an
1: upgrade to Baker Mayfield?
0: Just surely on the fact that Baker Mayfield has had one of the most historically worst QBRs of all time. See what's
1: crazy is that Matt Rule loved P.J. Walker, but he could never find a way to get P.J. Walker to look as good as he did with the Roughnecks. Houston Roughnecks, by the way. I do believe well, he also P-
0: coached him at Temple, too. I
1: think PJ is going to play well. I do because if this guy if this guy practices what he preach, preaches, in Steve Wilkes, I believe he's going to coach an aggressive, air it out. make sure Chris McKve gets his DJ. Moore still on the roster, by the way. I don't know if Baker Mayfield knew that or not.
0: I don't know if Matt Rule knew that either. Jeez.
1: LaVisca Chenault's on the roster. He's a little gadget guy they did not use after training for. I played Panthers money line. Not you mention it.
0: I I took the Panthers plus 10, and actually this fell uh just out of my AM drive five because all week it was like 11 and 10 and a half, and I kind of liked Carolina in that spot. I don't really love it as much as 10. That's why it fell out, but I do think. I mean, the question really is, is we're not even talking about the Rams here. I mean, the Rams are not good either. They're Cooper Cup, and, and that's they're it. They can't run the ball. Hungover. They can't run the ball. And I'm really, a lot of it playing, if I still continue to make a bet, which I ended up, te- like I said, Carolina got in that teaser with me. Um, a lot of it's the the, the the trend of the playing the interim coach here. The game after the game old that's regime what, gets yeah, fired that's another thing I was gonna say is like get a little pep in your step yeah, you know. like Nebraska come on yeah so that's usually a play I make uh it unfortunately like I said didn't make my am drive five but it might be a play I'm actually putting money on uh, and if it gets back up to 10 and a half that'd be even better for me
1: I do like um I it's almost like last week who the Panthers play when they lost
0: Oh, shit. Uh, San Francisco.
1: Okay, so can you imagine it's like, okay, guys, let's read the reports. Yo, he's fired. Let's go! And they come out the next week and go crazy on the Rams.
0: <laughs> you know, for as much as... And I don't I don't need to talk much more about this, but like for as much as Matt Rule was on the hot seat, I didn't hear any player... Now, it's only been a few days, but I haven't heard a bad thing of, of said about Matt Rule from anyone in that organization.
1: It's almost like he wasn't interested in To be inspiring. fair to Matt Rule. I don't understand... Again, I think the expectations were too high. Maybe they bought in too much. I do too. Which you told me, and I, I am just saying.
0: I just, I, I really have to wonder in today's day and age, if a college coach will ever be successful in the NFL again.
1: Even Nick Salmon was not immune.
0: Yeah, and that was fifteen years well, Pete ago. Pete Carroll I was, was about, a, you know what what
1: I mean? the recent one, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pete Carroll's probably the most recent coach that she had Kelly success. Had like and he's
1: still freaking there, and that was it.
0: He had a good season with Philadelphia. Yeah, it just hasn't yeah. – it doesn't it, – it generally ends in flames.
1: Oh. Um, Next game, Cardinals-Seahawks. I've got Cardinals. I actually think Colin Murray is going to have a field day. I know they don't have Hopkins back just yet. but And I know James Conner's got rib problems. And he's always banged up somehow. But you thought cancer was the issue. Psych, I'm always hurt. So, <laughs> that's a bad joke. But I, I think Cardinals win this game by about ten points. I know it's on. I know it's a division game, but I still think Cardinals are gonna win.
0: Uh I don't. Oh. I think Seattle wins this game. Oh, um, I know that the Cardinals are two and zero oh, straight up and against road. Um, I just feel like this is a Geno Smith coming out party, and uh, you know while it's probably a seven out of ten that Arizona does win this game, if you ran the simulations, something just this feels like Gino might a, get a dub here at home.
1: I, I was thinking about that because Kenneth Walker, by the way, is not a downgrade from like he's pretty good compared to Rashad Penny.
0: I feel so like, bad for Rashad Penny. He was finally getting out of his own way with injuries. Again. It's, I loved he's watching that guy at San Diego now.
1: State. He's, he's gone off for a couple games and got hurt last year.
0: I know. He's Mr. Glass. And like I said, like watching him at San Diego State, he was awesome. I love to watch him run. Yep. He just – it sucks so bad. It sucks so bad when you see these guys like that. Where it's like you know the talent's there. You just can't stay healthy.
1: Anthony Davis. Okay. 425 Game of the Week by far, bar none, college or pro. It's three match. I don't know how and the God forbid you know where this game got pushed to afternoon compared to Cowboys-Eagles, which – before the season started, nobody knew this was going to be a good game. Okay. So Bills, we only knew Bills Chiefs would be. So I don't know what the crap this is doing in the 420 size fly. Anyways, um, I've got over 54. I think Patrick Mahomes and company. I think Mahomes is on a mission this year to prove that I'm, I'm still that dude. And he's proving it every single week. Like 17 nothing. Huh. We've seen this in the playoffs before, pal. I mean, it's unbelievable. Raiders had him dead to rights. Mahomes said he didn't give a crap. I also think Nicole Hardman will finally have his breakout game. They've been trying to get him going. And you remember Tyree killing a big game against the Bills. I think Bill's, better, Bills fans better watch what they wish for this week. But I do think it goes over just in case I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, this one's a tough one. This one's – I'm the type of person now that doesn't really watch a football game without having a bet on it.
1: You me, yeah, it's horrible
0: well whether it is or it isn't that's just the way i've
1: <laughs> just,
0: that's the way I've grown up right. um but although I will say this I did watch Thursday Night football that game and I didn't have a wager on it, so maybe I'm getting soft in my old age. I don't know Jesus. Uh, uh but normally I don't you're correct i mean it's 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 just the way it's been for me. I don't know if I'll have a bet and I'll definitely be watching this game if I had a lean. Like I wanna say like, this is another ultimate revenge spot here for Buffalo. Obviously we know how much that loss hurt, thirteen seconds left on the clock, and they give up the game tying field goal uh from what eighty yards away in the start of that drive. It's insane. Uh <laughs> but you're right. I mean, Mahomes, I've said it before, Mahomes is that dude. I don't know why anybody ever even sniffed another uh you know, sniffed Going another butt.
1: Ask, don't know. Yeah,
0: sniffed another butt at that point. Like Josh Allen is incredible. He has a lot of talent. He he probably has significantly close talent to Patrick Mahomes, but he hasn't done it yet.
1: He's not consistent so, yet.
0: I'm not handing over the crown until the crown's ready to be handed over. Uh, I probably would lean. If this game can get up to three. I'd lean Kansas City. Uh, the over would be a right. over would be a fun play. Um, I kind of want to just take the under. Just just. Just because everybody and their mother is probably on the over in this game.
1: The problem is the Chiefs defense guards the run well, and Bills don't want to run anyways. So, like, Chiefs are just going to be lit up in the passing game, anyways.
0: I am curious about, like, uh, I want to check something here real quick.
1: I think Stephon Diggs goes off too.
0: i want to say John, uh, Gabe Davis's, uh, not just say John Davis, Gabe Davis's uh, receiving yards.
1: He ripped one out of the Uh, the air for making Fitzpatrick, but I'm telling you, I think the Bills peaked too early this year. It's a little
0: little too low for me, 55 and a half. I don't necessarily love that. What about Josh Allen rushing yards? Let's see.
1: I I think the Bills took out their emotions on the Rams, took out their emotions. Like, Josh Allen cried on the shoulder of Chua, okay? And then they took out their emotions on the Steelers last week. This game could be... I'm telling you, Chiefs are going to win. I'm just telling you.
0: I think the Chiefs. I don't can I do know. It? I mean, they.
1: Can I do it?
0: You can do it if you want.
1: So, I, t- to- I feel good, man. I really do, but I'm not going to do it because they've screwed me twice.
0: You went from having a bet on the over to wanting to make a shaving green bet on Kansas City. You're I'm insane. I'm telling
1: you. Mahomes Go ahead, make the bet. Good, man.
0: Make the bet. Doing it. Plus two and a half.
1: This for future reference.
0: Because yes, they're gonna see that on the, Monday <laughs> or Tuesday or whatever.
1: That's gonna be until the end of the show. Yeah. Fine. I
0: think if you yeah, when you make that bet, you should do you should do a shaving cream pie on action Monday and let Sammy see one of your shaving cream face saving cream to the face. Fair.
1: This was gonna be a fun one. I'm telling you, I am not losing. Up Aaron I've seen history repeat itself too many times and this is a great quarterback matchup, but one quarterback's better, sorry.
0: I agree. It will be a fun game to watch, but you're right. One quarterback is better. And right now it feels like the Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes. Brady had Mahomes' number. Mahomes seems to have Allen's number. So you have to eventually buck that trend. We'll see. Uh, Don't forget, guys, Sunday Night Football is only available on AM Drive TV Spaces tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Mike will be there, along with you to break down that Cowboys versus Eagles game. I won't be there. today. Boo!
1: Boo! again.
0: <laughs> I won't be there on spaces. No, but, but Mike will golf. be, and he hopes to, see, I will be playing golf today. <laughs> he hopes to see <laughs> you there uh, as well. So make sure you check it out on Twitter at AM drive TV tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. All right. You ready to get into it?
1: I don't watch anyways. Um, Pigamores.com slash podcast under the AM Drive 5. Our best weekend football bets. Aaron, go ahead.
0: <laughs> You're like a bad Regis Philbin. Do <laughs> you remember Regis Philbin?
1: <laughs> Regis and Kelly, yeah.
0: Okay, fair enough. That's what you remember him from? That's funny.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: All right, so we went back to the college well. We got three picks. We're going faves in uh in college football here this week it's funny you mentioned uh two of them because two of them are uh we talked about in the show here this morning uh my first one I'm taking BYU minus one over Arkansas I know Arkansas gets KJ Jefferson back um but I think BYU ultimately wins a high scoring shootout game because neither team can stop anybody Uh, Bama, I'm taking Bama minus seven over Tennessee. I believe Bryce Young will play. I believe that gives them a jolt. I believe that Bama is still Tennessee's daddy, despite the fact that I know that they're all excited about Hen and Hooker. And I believe that, uh, like I said, Tennessee's season's not over if they lose this game. Uh, this one, it's funny that you had mentioned it. I'm on Utah minus three and a half as well over USC. This week I'm going back to the Utah well with the three and a half. I'm an idiot. I'm a glutton for punishment. Yes, uh, and that's uh, that's just the well, way it I'm works, higher. I guess. Uh, in the NFL, I'm taking Pittsburgh plus eight and a half over Tampa Bay. I wish, I wish this game or I wish this show was two days earlier when the half, but now I'm stuck with yeah, eight sure. and a half. I'll take it either way. Pittsburgh gets a gutty three point loss. Um, and then my fifth and final bet of the AM Drive Five, tied to Mister Skylar Thompson, and I'm taking the under on his 214 and a half passing yards.
1: Oh, that's gross! I, that's I took insane. the over on Carson Wentz last night. Just for the record,
0: did you really? What was, <laughs> no, it, was it? 98?
1: No, it was like 240 or something like that. Wow. That's that's really bad.
0: Uh, it's it sucks when you have a bet that you're just never even. You're either not winning or you're not even sweating it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Um. My top. Well, my top five. My AM Drive. That's for Tuesday. My AM Drive five for Friday's show. Obviously, it already had Commanders at them, but I ended up going Commanders minus one via at AM Drive picks, and that did get a green check mark emoji by it. Now, my other four games remaining are gonna be two college and two pro or two more pro. Old Dominion. Aaron, what's the what's their mascot? Just asking. I already know.
0: The monarchs.
1: Where their mascot's a
0: lion, but old Dominion's in Virginia.
1: I'm proud of you. Um coast of Carolina. So fun fact this game um in, in 2012. It was sixty-three to thirty-five. Old Dominion beat Coastal Carolina on the road.
0: Twenty-twelve.
1: I'm just saying that was one of the only time they played each other. So I've got over fifty-six in honor of a ten-year anniversary here. And also, <laughs> Coastal Carolina allowed thirty against Georgia Southern.
0: I do kind of like them plus. I think they're plus eleven or twelve in that game too. So mm. I do kind of like that.
1: Speaking Put of some shaving cream on it.
0: Huh. <laughs> Put some shaving cream on it.
1: No, no, uh, that's for the cheek Okay. Oh okay, Gotcha. Um, Georgia Southern. 12 sports founder Jeff Beck wanted me to go to this game. I, I probably won't. But it's it's at it's in Statesboro, Georgia. I've got Georgia Southern plus 12 against number 25, James Madison. Are you kidding me? Shout out. Are they James really Madison. ranked. Yes, they're in the AP and the coaches, I believe.
0: Heck yeah, go James Madison. Nice.
1: But they're going to run into Georgia Southern and Clay Hilton. I don't put much stock in the Nebraska game, even though they were 23.5 underdogs. 200 I picked the Eagles to win, but I put a lot of stock in their last two games on the road. They barely lost to Coastal Carolina and Georgia State, who to me looked better than them, but they kept it close. So I'm going to go with plus 12 and they might beat James Madison. Sorry, James Madison. Jaguars, Colts. Over 42. Listen, okay, this sounds hideous. It sounds stupid. It sounds like, Mike, what are you doing? Just pick the minus two? No. I think think Colts are saving up something in the well. Something in the well. And after they're going to score like 24 to like 21, and we hit the over. I'm going to sweat it. I'm going to go over also 49ers coming that five and a half is my double down on pick slash podcast take us home.
0: All right. I like some of those bets too. I, I'm shout out James Madison for being freaking number twenty-five. I I love that. I don't even know That's what conference week. they're in. Nah, well maybe. You gonna know, put some we'll put some shaving cream on the other side for that one. <laughs> no, no, not, no,
1: no. Under plus twelve, but not, not for the money line, no.
0: All right, that's going to do it for us here. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy all the football that gets thrown right in your face this weekend, Saturday and Sunday and Monday. And speaking of Monday, Mike will return with Sammy for Action Monday, reaction to the biggest NFL stories, scores, and news. And, of course, Monday Night Football, Broncos, and Chargers. Good luck, everybody, on your bets. And as always,
1: drive safe.
0: We'll see you next time.